Hey, what's up, everyone? It's Drew, and I want to welcome you back to Learn How to See Better. It's the only podcast out there that'll actually improve your vision the longer you listen. And today, what I'd like to do is share a few thoughts with you about December, specifically making this December a December to remember. And what do I mean by that? Hey, December rolls around every single year. What's so memorable about it? Um, really, the only thing we tend to tend to remember is, is what we got for Christmas, right? And when the start of the month rolls around, you know, we're still full of it, literally still full of turkey from, from Thanksgiving and the holidays and hopefully not too much overindulgence. But what I want to bring to everyone's attention is that there's still a full month left in the year. And while most people tend to say, well, we're in the holiday season, right? And that tends to give people a reason to let their foot off the pedal, let the foot off the gas, kind of start slacking, you know, if of course, if you worked hard all year round, right, it's, it's, it's now it's time to start moving at a little more uh, casual pace. And while for some of us that may be well and good, especially if we're those uh, go-getters, those overachievers that have been pretty diligent about goal setting and goal getting throughout the year. But if you don't fall into that category, you start to, you know, maybe ask the question, hopefully, to say, well, you know, if I haven't been really pushing myself, if I haven't been meeting my own expectations for performance, uh, for activity, then, you know, what really justifies, you know, letting that foot off the gas, right? And I think it's one of those questions that we have to ask ourselves and be honest with because it all boils down to what we're really looking to get, Uh, looking to get out of the year, looking to get out of our lives, looking to get out of the goals that we set for ourselves and the journey that we are all individually on, right? So, you know, one of the things that comes to mind is, is we've got to ask ourselves one of those basic questions where we look ourselves in the mirror and say, hey, you know, if, if, if the mentality is, yeah, it's the holiday season, I'm just going to relax, then, you know, we got to ask ourselves the question to say, if I'm not really where I want to be right now, then what am I celebrating? What am I taking my foot off the gas for? Is this really the time to relax? I'm not saying people need to burn the midnight oil 24-7 and burn the candle on both ends, but... It is one of those things that I think that we all owe to ourselves. It's just to ask better questions, right? I mean, one of the best ways that you can get better answers is to ask better questions, okay? So when we start to th- think through this, you know, you say, well, well, what does this really entail? I mean, you know, only so much is gonna get done during the holidays. I mean, people are taking off. I got vacation time I need to use up because it doesn't roll over with my employer and da 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 but it's really about saying, hey, where did I start the year? What New Year's resolutions did I make? I mean, a lot of people don't really set goals. They say, well, I have a New Year's resolution. Okay, let's take it one step at a time. Well, what did you resolve to accomplish in 2019? For so many of us, it's, you know, I wanna make more money and, 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 and lose some weight, right? That, that's a very common one. And I'm not saying everyone listening to this podcast would be making that their only two resolutions. But for sake of argument, let's just say we were going with those two, making more money and dropping a couple of pounds. Well, isn't it fair to say, all right, 11 months have gone by of the year. How am I doing? <laughs> right? And it's, it's one of those things that's very tangible. And what makes it so easy to be able to tell how you're doing is you can just count, right? You wanted to get more money? Well, let's count what's in the bank account. Is it more or less than there was at the start of the year? And um, 
is that the number that you were hoping for? You know, whether you're looking at uh, sales generated over the year or, you know, how much you've earned or how much you've saved even, right? Maybe you just want to beef up that savings account, that little rainy day budget, right? Or maybe you're preparing for that next big investment and you really want to be able to get that capital put together so you'll be uh, ready to pull the trigger when the time comes. But it could also be on the other side of the, on the other side of the, on the other side of the fence, right? Maybe it's more of a physical thing. Maybe you want to say, hey, if I'm looking to drop a couple of pounds, let's see if we dropped a couple of pounds. Well, you really won't have a means by which you can measure that unless you, you took stock of where you were at at the start of the year. Okay. Maybe you're 200 pounds and say you want to get to 190, 180. Maybe you want to bulk up, get to 210. But if you're at 210 at the end of the year and you were trying to get to 210 um, from a lower number, then you have to say, well, where was I at? Was I at 200 pounds and I, and I buffed up and now I'm 210? Or was I 208 and I've gained two pounds? So we really need to kind of mark the starting line, right? What happens when you decide you want to race, right? Maybe you and a buddy are, or uh, doing a little trash talk. I'm faster than you. No, 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 I'm faster, man. Oh, let's let's take it out to the street and race. Well, there's got to be a starting line, and there's got to be a finish line. If you don't know where the starting line is, how can you really gauge your ability to accelerate and reach the finish line in a timely fashion, right? If we race and I'm 10 feet ahead of you when we start and we get there at the same time, you know, did 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 we really run the same speed? Or did you run faster because you know you were behind 10 feet uh, at the beginning of the race? So we just have to think through some of those things and assess our current status. You see, a lot of people will do this at halftime, midway through the year, right? No different than in a football game. Coach will go in the locker room and coach them up and analyze what went on in the first half so that we can make a better assessment of the adjustments that are required for us to give a better second half performance right? You could look to do this quarterly. You could look to do this monthly. You could look to do this weekly. You could look to do this daily. But the fact of the matter is now we're down to the last month of the year. What a great opportunity, we must say, as opposed to saying, well, there's only a month left. You know, I didn't do it quarterly. I didn't do it halfway through, right? Well, you still got a month left. You can make this a December to remember, right? And I emphasize the word remember here because I think what's important is if some of this process of evolution is new to you, then you might not have written things down. Maybe you're midway through the year when you decided you wanted to make some changes, but you still have to kind of force yourself to remember what you're doing, where you were at, even if you don't have it documented. You've at least got an idea of where you were financially or, or you know, whether you were fiscally fit or physically fit, right? So some of it is just remembering and then using your best interpretation of the past to create the documentation you were looking for. Like, okay, I think I was at about 202-ish. Okay, great, that might not be super exact, but now we've got a place that we can start from. And so that's what I mean by a December to remember, because if you can take the time to remember in the month of December, that's where you can assess where there's still opportunity to take action. Right? Okay, if, if, if you were starting at 200 pounds and you're trying to get to 190 and you're at 192, you've got enough data points to say, man, I've only got two pounds left. Maybe I've only got one month and since it's taken me 11 to lose eight, how do I think I can lose two and one? Don't get hung up so much on the math. Just see what you can do to make it a December to remember. You remember what you wanted to do at the beginning of the year and chances are, eh, that dedication might've waned 
I mean, we're all human beings. We need, to, we need to have our energy tanks recharged. We need to have our batteries replenished of energy. And that typically will happen on a quarterly cycle, right? So when we think about that, that quarterly cycle, it's like, okay, if we're, you know, 11 twelfths of the way of the year, you know, what can I do? Well, if you can remember the type of effort you put forth through the course of the year, that's going to help you. Right? If I use a you know weight loss example again, and I'll kind of switch the episodes or the uh, the analogies up, you know maybe you went really after it and you lost all eight in the first you know um, first month of the year, right? And then you stagnated or, or you drifted a little bit, and then you're just now getting back to uh, you know where you'd like to be. The point is, you can say, all right, how far is left? How much distance is left to my goal? Whatever that is, dollars, pounds, you name it. You can take that and say, all right, well, there's 30 days left. And if you celebrate Christmas, you can say, all right, well, I got to give myself, you know, a day or two for Christmas and I've got, you know, New Year's Eve in there, you know, and everyone's, you know, really checked out then. Um, You don't toss the whole month out and say, because there's a few holidays in there. I mean, they're not hollow weeks. If you want it to be a hollow week, okay, then then just factor that in. All right, nothing's happening from the 22nd to the 29th or the you know, 25th to the 31st, 24th to the 31st, right? You carve off those days and, and chalk it up to, 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 you know, the holidays that you just got no control over. And you say, well, I've still got 21 high activity days that I can fully leverage, that I can fully leverage to get me to where I'm going to. And if we look at it that way, all of a sudden it's a lot less daunting. I really just have this short sprint. I don't have this, this long journey that I've got to complete. I'm just really trying to check the box and complete this goal. So if I look at things that way and say, well, hey, I've got, you know, 31 days left. What is possible for me to accomplish? Because really that 31 is more like 21. Once I carve off a few for, for fun times and family, which are important, but recognize that you could really make an impact on the launch of your new year, stepping into a whole new decade, 2020. You could come into January with momentum built versus the guilt that's built from not really having pushed yourself to accomplish anything of significance after, let's say, November 25th, right? Um, You know, and and I think that's one of those things that we just have to be aware of is that the holiday season shouldn't be reason for you to commit treason against yourself, right? If you've got promises that you made to yourself, you know, and you take and you elect to take off, and and cut the year short, you know, six weeks early, you're just not giving yourself a fair chance. And so it's one of those situations and one of those times a year where I try to be as encouraging as I can, not to just myself, but to my audience and say, hey, look, let's think about this here. Yes, we're at the end of the year and many of us may find ourselves at a place where we say, man, I, I wanted to accomplish so much, but this happened and that happened and that threw me off. You know what, life happens. And we should expect these things. We should expect these um, unintended consequences to place themselves uh, delicately in our path and just mess everything up, right? We should expect some setbacks along the way. But if we get to the point where we're at the end of the year and we're trying to make that final push, we owe it to ourselves to say, well, how have I done so far? Have I been you know, a good and faithful student of the plan, right? Have, have I stuck to the script? because that's gonna help us really assess, do we deserve to really be celebrating right now at the end of the year? You know, you, you'll go to a lot of Christmas parties and everyone's like, hey, these are our wins for the year, here's what went well. 
Don't you want to be celebrating too? Don't you want to have something to be proud of at the end of the year as opposed to just um, some regrets that, that really are driven by like, well, ever since, you know, Halloween and, you know, I <laughs> binged on, on all the candy and I started getting lazy and because, you know, once November hit, we're thinking about Thanksgiving and that rolled into Christmas. Like, I don't know too many successful people that are able to effectively reach their goals checking out um, the last two months of the year. It just, it just doesn't happen. It's unheard of, right? Now I do see instances where some very successful people have completely wrapped up uh, their full year by the middle of December and they shut everything down to say, Hey, look, I'm already into 2020 on next year's plans and getting the table set. That's a little bit different because that's a goal getter. That's someone that went out and did the things, right? They, they pushed the buttons, they did the push-ups, they ran the laps, they read the books, you know, they went to the, uh, they went to the sessions, they sought the guidance, they did the work that was required to kind of put them up on that, um, that pedestal, that pedestal of feeling good, that pedestal of feeling good about yourself when you know you've risen to the occasion, when you know you've honored your own commitments, you've honored the covenant that you made with yourself. So what I propose here today is to tell all of you that if you're willing to make this a December to remember, just understand it's not a catchy slogan that sounds good. It's coming out for that 12th round in the championship bout and knowing there's only a few weeks left. Let's go hard. Let's leave it out on the field. Let's leave it all out on the mat and give ourselves a reason to leave the field with our head held high. Whether we accomplish our goals with flying colors or even if we fall short, how much better do you feel about yourself going to January knowing that you were pushing hard to the finish line? Yeah, time may have expired on you in the process, but now you're back in momentum mode. You're in that much more enabled, you're that much more empowered to be able to look at January and say, I'm taking this thing by storm. I might've fallen short of some of the things I wanted to do in 2019, but not for 2020. I'm recalibrated, re-energized, and ready to go and I'm gonna make some great things happen. And that's what I want for all of you. But until January gets here, we gotta go through December. November's behind us. Let's make this a December to remember, okay? So how do we do that? Again, we take stock of where we're at. We remember some of the goals. We remember the promises we made to ourselves. We remember the game plan. We remember where we stumbled. We remember our highlights. We take the time to remember, which is really just a form of reflection. And once you have proper reflection, you can maybe adjust to a better direction. These are all some of the key components of learning how to see better. And if you go back way to some of those early episodes where it really broke down uh, the key components of learning how to see better, all of this will start to come back into focus. But for now, to make it a December to remember, go out, look yourself in the mirror, be sure to smile because you love yourself, but be honest with yourself as well and say, hey, am I doing the things to set me up for celebration at the end of the year? Or do I owe it to myself to recalibrate and get focused and make that final push? Because the final push I make at the end of the year is gonna translate to the success I can launch the next year with, okay? So with that, I wanted to uh, just kind of pause, bring it down a little bit, maybe get off my soapbox some because I get animated about this sort of thing, right? And, and why do I get animated? Well, let me tell you a little story. Uh, it wasn't that long ago, uh, a few years ago maybe, that um, I was not so open to looking at the new year and making new goals. Why? 
because I was in a little bit of a dark place. I was frustrated about some of the aspirations that I had and some of the goals that I had set for myself and I wasn't living up to them. How do you think that made me feel? I went into December not focusing on what I could remember. I just wanted to not think about it anymore. I wanted to just get through it. I'm like, come on already. Let's just get to the next year. I don't need to set any new goals. I'm just trying to pick up where I left off and keep it moving. Can you guys see the flaw in that philosophy? Can you see the error in judgment of those ways? And I remember that it was a situation where it was like, I didn't even want to do goal setting for the new year because I hadn't done a good enough job in my own eyes of accomplishing my goals in the current year. And it took a lot out of me. It took a lot out of me. It affects your psyche, it affects your confidence. But you know, here's the thing, you, you, you can't stay stuck in, in a rut. You can't stay stuck in the ditch, right? I think I heard Earl Nightingale say, there's not much different than you know, a rut in a grave. <laughs> you know, the, the ruts <laughs> just got the ends kicked out or something to that effect. But the idea being, you, you don't wanna stay in the muck and the mire. You have to always keep your vision focus higher and find new ways to aspire. And I'll tell you now that that was probably a big mistake that I made not looking at the new goal, with, uh, looking at the new year with a new set of goals because it, it kind of translated to a funk that carried over into the next year by maybe a couple of months. Like, gosh, I gotta, I gotta shake this off. You know, the past is behind me, right? It's, it's time to get focused on the future. It's time to focus forward and, and not to beat myself up over past transgressions or things that didn't go the way I wanted. So it's also a time to remember how we felt and to remember the things that we've done and to remind ourselves that even if we fall short of a goal, that doesn't mean you're done. It doesn't mean if you, you know, I don't know, you know, whatever the case may be, um, looking at the scenario to say, even if I didn't do what I was promising myself I would do or doing what I said I was going to do, it doesn't mean that I'm not capable of doing the thing. It just didn't happen for whatever reason. So sometimes we got to take that, you know, that lump on the noggin, that, uh, <laughs> that knuckle sandwich to the chin and recognize that, okay, I, I took a loss, you know, in, in this particular area, but it doesn't mean I'm stuck. It doesn't mean I'm a loser. It doesn't mean I'm a failure if I failed to reach a goal. Sometimes it's a great opportunity to say, did I even set the right goal, right? Sometimes it might not be the right goal. More often than not, it's, the, it's not the right effort. It's not the right mindset. It's not the right mentality. And all of that can be changed. We can change our stinking thinking by switching the inputs, right? Switch the inputs. If we've had too much holiday eggnog, we might need some, some new inputs, right? To help us think better. It's gonna translate to helping us see better, okay? So I share this with such passion because I've been in, in, in this scenario that many of you might be in right now, looking at the end of the year and just say, gosh, what can I do to just get through the year? I remember Jim Rohn taught me way back, you know, at least a decade ago. You don't want to look at it from the standpoint of what do I got to get, what do I got to do to get through the day? But you want to shift that and say, what do I want to get from the day? That's a lot more empowering, right? What do I want to get from the day? The day is yours. Seize it, right? You hear that? Seize the morning. You conquer the morning, you conquer your day. What can I get from the day? You don't want to have the, you know, the, the feeble, weak mind of like, oh, hee-ho, I just got to get through the day. No, it's a loser mentality. Reject it. Don't let it take up space in your head, okay? 
Understand that situations you might not want to be in are typically, you're not gonna be able to get out of them physically until you get out of them mentally, right? And that applies to so many different areas. I could come up with a bunch of off the top examples because I get animated and into this sort of thing, but you could be in a bad situation, but if you don't or won't leave that place mentally, you will not be able to get out of that place physically. Think of it as like an escape room. <laughs> you gotta get the right mindset. That is gonna be the key to your exit. <laughs> wow, that was pretty good, I like that. So give that some thought, give that some thought. What are you gonna do to make this a December to remember? So I'm challenging each and every one of you that are listening to this podcast, you're all learning how to see better. Here's how you can see the end of the year better. And it has to do with going back and remembering the start of the year, the middle of the year, that one part of the year, you know, the dog days of summer, where you're just feeling like, man, how much longer is it gonna take? Remember those times. How did you react? What did you do? What did the performance look like? Was it suitable or not? If so, kudos, congrats, keep it going. Celebrate that, you gotta celebrate your wins. But if you know it's not quite the same that's true, this is a great opportunity to say, hey, look, you know what, there's only a little bit of time left in the year. What can I get from the year? And if there's any real desire to get to that goal, to get to that accomplishment, it's only a little bit of push left, you're in the home stretch, right? Don't be the football team that's down four touchdowns in the fourth quarter and say, well, we're down four. Even if you're down so many touchdowns, you can't even bridge the gap. What can you do to finish pretty dang close just to be able to say, well, hey, I never quit on myself. I never gave up. I pushed the end. I might've took a whooping, but I kept pushing the whole time and didn't let myself down. I didn't let my guard down and I kept going, I kept going, I kept going. And now I'm in January, I'm back on fire and I'm 10 foot tall and bulletproof. Plus I've got an unstoppable mindset. Wouldn't you like that to be you? on January 1 or 2, okay? So take this and marinate on it. Think about your own situation and some of the things that you can do to get from the year. Remember, make this a December to remember and you're really gonna be well positioned to set yourself up for an extraordinary launch to 2020. With that, I wanna go ahead and wrap up this episode and thank you guys for listening. I just wanna again, make this a motivational message to pump you up and also really inspire you because it's a little bit different than just you know getting you excited to run around. I wanna see you actually make impact and progress and it's only one way to do that and that's to take action. So listen to this and share it with a friend and I can't wait to see you at the end. The end of the year, that is, celebrating your wins. Thanks guys, talk to you soon.